2: Download the free Angie Mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's ANGI.com.
0: You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the RiotCast Network. RiotCast.com.
3: I need some touch I've
4: got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got the vibes dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve Exacerbating my incredible woes I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave An ultrasonic, echographic, and a pulsating shave I want a magic pill for my ailments The health equivalent to Citizen Kane And if I don't get it now in the tablet I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane I want a requiem for my disease
1: So I'm paging Dr. Steve Dr. Steve no, he...
4: It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal... Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical practitioner who keeps the alternative medicine wackos at bay. Hello, Dr. Scott. Hey, Dr. Steve. And she who will do most anything for a glass of expensive wine. It's Lady Diagnosis.
3: Hello, Dr. Steve.
4: And Sensei AJ holding up the technical aspects of the show. Not really, but thank you for being here in case we have a technical issue.
5: I do what I can. Okay. Okay.
4: Uh, this is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you got a question, you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider. If you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call. 347-766-4323. That's 347 Poohhead. If you're listening to us live, which you're not, never mind. We're not broadcasting live today. Uh, but it would be 754-BEAR-NIP, which is my favorite. Follow us on Twitter at Weird Medicine. Lady diagnosis and Dr. Scott W.M. and visit our website at weirdmedicine.com or drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy. Or go to our merchandise store cafepress.com/slash/weirdmedicine. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking it over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, um, home theater installer, or whatever. Very good. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, it is uh, uh, mid to late September when this is going to be airing and uh, we need to talk about flu shots. So we're going to have uh, uh, Richard uh, David Smith calling in. He's one of the guys that was a late adopter of flu shots until he ended up on the ventilator with influenza. <laughs> And now he's uh, my biggest ally on Twitter when it comes. He and his wife, Shatai they came here. They were here. Okay. Um, uh, they are the uh, owners and um, uh, proprietors of Hyperphysics. That's H-Y-P-E-R-F-I-Z-Z-I-C-S. And uh, they make a nerd-themed energy drink, which saved my ass on a 10-hour drive to uh, Florida, uh during the hurricane a couple of years ago. And uh, I drank two of those MFers. And, uh, uh, you know, it was like when I got there, it was like, well, can I keep driving? (laughs) So (laughs) that's awesome stuff. Uh, So check out HyperPhysics. You can get it at Amazon. Uh, Amazon. Doctor Steve. dot com, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. So, uh, but anyway, so uh, what was his
3: um, reasoning for not wanting the flu shot?
4: Well, he's like everybody else. Well, oh, I don't need that flu shot. Mm-hmm. He doesn't talk like that. He's from Seattle, but mm-hmm. um, you know that's so my, just the normal reason. Yeah, just mm-hmm. normal reasons. Didn't think he needed it. He was young and healthy, and thought it was stupid. Never got sick. Oh, I never get the flu. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of stuff. Yeah. all the same shit we hear all the time. I'll play that role
5: to this this time.
4: Okay, well. I've never
5: had it, never had the flu.
4: Okay.
3: Never gotten the shots either? Really? Well, hmm.
4: okay. So, Me either. So here's the thing. Both of you guys are fucking stupid because, he, uh, okay, so the influenza epidemic of 1918 um, killed, 1% of, killed 1%, of 1% of the world's population, but that's not really the point. Only 10 to 33% of people got it, so 90% of people didn't get it. Right, and there is a lot of herd immunity now, so you're, the likelihood is you're less likely to be exposed to it. Um, you know, we had a bad flu epidemic last year. You know, we may may have had—I don't know—a hundred people got admitted to the hospital. Um, so, out of the population of forty thousand in our area, or you know, the outlying area is a hundred thousand, so it was a one in a thousand chance, right? Mm-hmm. So, but you are playing. Russian roulette with a bullet, you know, with with a gun that has a thousand chambers and one bullet in it. But if you get that one bullet, you may be in big, big trouble, so...
5: But if I you went know. to Vegas and played on
4: uh, no, that's right. You would you would absolutely uh, bet all of those using. I see both. You sides. feel like you're using my words against me because I say that all the time. If I gave you those odds, you'd go to Vegas and bet everything on black, and you would. I'm just proven to you But you would But you wouldn't. Let me tell you something. There's one thing. If you're betting all all of your life savings, and there's a one in a thousand chance that you'll lose it, what if? The, the you know, there's a ninety nine percent chance that you'll uh win you know, that you'll win. Right. But a one percent chance if you lose then they take you out back and shoot you in the fucking head. Now would you do it? Would you bet no. everything on that? Exactly.
3: And what does the flu shot cost you really? Nothing. It's yep. not painful.
4: Yep. Fourteen dollars. No. What are the side effects? Oh hell. Fourteen uh, Okay, I so people will say, well, oh, I got the flu after I got no, the flu shot. I don't so, uh, well, you can't because mm-hmm. it was never alive. The right. flu shot was never alive. But what you can get is an inflammatory response, which is what you want. And those people will feel, um, f- you know, they may feel feverish. They will not have a fever, but they may feel feverish. Uh, they may have myalgias or muscle aches, and they'll say, well, I got the flu. Or every once in a while, you'll get somebody who had the flu vaccine on Monday and they will get influenza on Wednesday. Mm. Now, those people had already been exposed to right. it when they went to get their vaccine, but there's no way in hell that you will ever be able to convince them they didn't get the flu from the flu vaccine. Oh, I'll convince you. Know. Them. Now, I, had, uh, I was, I guess, 59. Is that right? I was 59 or six. Yeah, I was probably 59 when I got influenza. So the last year. Two, no, three years ago No, it was like three, four years ago I'm He was old. being kind he's, he's never kind So that wasn't what it was He just He's shitty at math
5: No, I remember Because you uh. first we thought you had a little sinus thing And yeah. you got worse and worse and worse Yeah, that's yeah. right I thought I
4: had allergies yeah. You know, And I here I was going Talking to, to me Going mm-hmm. to meetings and stuff And sneezing and coughing And saying, oh God, it's just allergies Because it was the same time of year I always get my allergies And, uh, which, um, that's a whole nother topic because I haven't gotten allergies lately because I finally went and got allergy shots, but that's a whole nother thing. So, uh, but I woke up one morning and I felt really shitty and I asked my wife to take my temperature and it was 105. Now I had had the flu shot that year and I had been exposed to the flu mist because my kids had gotten it. And it's like, well, that was worthless. Well, let me tell you, it wasn't worthless. I still got influenza, but I sailed through it. I mean, at fifty nine years of age I was at risk of having a bad outcome and uh, all the the worst thing that happened to me was I watched four seasons of Arrow on the C W <laughs> poor thing. <laughs> because they made hmm. me stay out of school for or status school. That's about <laughs> that's what it felt like. Staying out of work for a uh, for a week and burn up a bunch of paid time off. So um mm-hmm. So even if you get the influenza, you're more likely to have a less severe case. Now, let's talk about this year. So for the last two years, the flu mist, which is the one that's a non-shot version, it is a live attenuated virus, meaning that one you actually can get influenza from. That's the whole point is you're supposed to right. get a much, a much milder syndrome. My kids have gotten it. They've never gotten a fever. They never felt bad. They might sneeze a couple of times. And then they give it to me. Uh, which is cool because I'm not allowed to get the flu mist vaccine. But the dirty secret is every household where a kid gets it, everybody gets it's, the vaccine yeah. because they transmit it. Hmm. And uh, in the last two years, it was deemed to be worthless. This year, it's deemed to be quite effective. So they've reintroduced it this year. So if, you ha- if you're if you under 50, you can get the flu mist vaccine. Um, otherwise, you're going to get the shot. You can just go to your pharmacy uh, there are contraindications to it, you know if you're allergic to certain things mm-hmm. um, that can be a problem and uh yeah they're you know they're rare severe adverse effects, but um they're so exceedingly rare that they're the odds of you having one of those is much less than the odds of you getting influenza and dying so um let 's see here uh it says here for the twenty this is from c d c season, or 2019 season, the nasal spray flu vaccine uh, is again recommended option for influenza vaccination of persons for whom it is otherwise appropriate. It's approved for use in non-pregnant individuals two years through 49 years of age. So you can't be less than two and you can't be older than 50 um, or older than 49. Um, there's a precaution against the use of the live attenuated vaccine for people with certain underlying medical conditions you know and they they'll ask you that when you go to get this
3: so why can you not be over 50 what
4: well it What's the danger there? Uh I'm not sure there is a danger. Uh that wasn't um, I I most of the time when this kind of thing comes up, they didn't study it in people over fifty because they thought there might be an issue. So it wasn't studied, so it's not approved. Um what they'd be worried about, of course, the 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 really young and the really old, and I'm in the really old category now. Um
3: <laughs> we are too.
4: Are, um, <laughs> are are considered to be at risk. So they probably just said it's an, it's an alive virus. We're not even going to study it knowing full well that those people, if they have a kid who got it in the family, they're going to get the vaccine anyway, you know, right. Uh, It says here, flu vaccines have been updated to a better match uh, circulating viruses. The B slash Victoria component was changed and the influenza. A H three N two component was updated. So anyway, Um, uh, let me see, cell-grown flu vaccine will be quadrivalent, in other words, you know, against four different proteins. And uh, let me see if they say anything else. Nah, nothing.
3: So get the flu shot.
4: Yeah, absolutely get the flu shot. Gentlemen. Uh, You should get a flu vaccine before flu begins spreading in your community. It takes about two weeks after vaccination for antibodies that protect against flu to develop in the body. So make plans to get vaccinated early in the fall. Now, what does that mean i I would go as late into October as you can if you hear about it people getting influenza in your community just you've waited almost too long. go ahead and get it right then, and then just practice good hand washing and staying away from people who are sick and stuff like that um, the uh, uh the reason you want to wait as long as you can is because there's another study that recently showed that there's an 18% decrease in immunity every two weeks. So if you start at 100, then you get to, um, uh, you know, 90... No, uh, gosh, uh, 88, right? What did I say? No, 82. You
5: said 18%. Yeah, 82.
4: 82. So 82, and then whatever 18% of 82 is. It never gets to zero, but it starts declining pretty quickly. Uh, So you... um, uh you know, in a particularly long flu season, there is some argument that she should get a second flu shot, but you know i'm not i just I would just like to get people to get their flu shot in the first place all right so I'll um get mine let me see here um, if there's anything else interesting in here. While flu deaths in children are reported to the CDC, flu deaths in adults are not nationally notifiable in order to monitor influenza-related deaths in all age groups. The CDC tracks pneumonia and influenza-attributed death, attributed deaths through the National Center of Health mm-hmm. Statistics. And uh, that, uh, and they're looking at death certificates. So I'm just looking to see, uh, to answer your question, Dr. Scott, what are the rates of serious um, well,
5: I was just looking at Guillain-Barre syndromes. And, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. yeah. No, but it's, right. pretty,
4: it's rare. I mean, it's profoundly rare. Um, um, yeah, so anyway, I just decided to do this. And the CDC doesn't – the website I'm on right now doesn't have a big um, expose on the rates of severe adverse effects from the vaccine. So if you want to look for that, that's cool.
2: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.
0: The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right.
1: visit angie.com today you can do this when you angie that
4: in the meantime let me uh talk to you guys real quick about untucket a new sponsor It's never a good look when you untuck a long, bulky dress shirt, and you may think it makes you look casual, but more than likely, it just ends up looking sloppy, like uh, Sensei AJ. That's why Untuck It makes shirts specifically designed to be worn untucked. Casual Mm -hmm. shirt that's not too long, not too short, it's just right, and they're designed so well that GQ calls them, quote-unquote, perfection. Now... They wanted to send me a free untucked shirt. Mm-hmm. I told them, "Don't bother. I already have four in my closet. I've been wearing these things since they first came out." Untucked shirts are a go-to for any occasion, from casual to dressy. One thing I will tell you is, if you want a pocket, make sure that you get one that has a pocket. I've got to have a pocket, mm-hmm. and uh, um, some of them do not have pockets, so just be aware of that. I just kind of always assumed all shirts had pockets in them. So, uh, just a little fun fact. Hmm. Um, uh, not only do they look good, they feel great, and I can attest to that. Uh, I love the fabric. They've got all kinds of different fabrics and uh, and uh, looks and stuff. And if you're a woman wishing you can have one of these, well, Untuck It Now makes shirts for women, too. Yay. Oh, I should have gotten one for you, Lady Diagnosis. That
3: would have been nice.
4: Shirts for her that are casual, versatile, and designed to last. Log on to UntuckIt.com and check out all the new arrivals. Use the promo code MEDICINE. Mm. That's M-E-D-I-C-I-N-E for 20% off your entire purchase. Uh, you can also visit one of Untucket's over 25 retail locations across the country. Stop hiding your shirt with your pants and your pants with your shirt. Untucket.com, your solution to perfecting casual attire. Use promo code MEDICINE for 20% savings. That's Untucket.com, Untucket.com. Thank you very those much.
3: Those are nice there. looking.
4: They are nice mm-hmm. looking, aren't they? They are. All right. Very good. All right. You want to take some phone calls? Let's do it. Okay. Uh-oh. uh From Some asshole on the radio. Wait, what?
5: Number one thing. Oh, Don't take one. advice
4: from some asshole on the radio. wasn't sure what number that came up. All right, hey, sir. Dr.
3: Steve, I was, had a question. Do you think that science will one day be able to make human blood plasma platelets uh, just curious about that. What are your your thoughts? It, it can't be more than just chemicals and compound chemicals, that kind of stuff. Just curious. What do you think?
4: Yeah, platelets are really interesting. Um, they're not really even cells. They're kind of cells. They don't have nuclei, and they, they um, perform a specific function in the body, which is to circulate around, looking for damaged blood vessels, basically, uh, like when you cut yourself, mm. and uh, to uh, flood to that area and create a matrix around which uh, the body can then create um, uh, a scar to scar tissue. So the platelets aggregate, and then there's these all these clotting factors, and it's really complicated and amazing uh, sort of uh, mechanism for healing damage that we do to ourselves every day. Mm. You know. And uh, so it would be a really good thing if we had artificial platelets because we could engineer them so that anybody could have them anytime they wanted them, not have to worry about people donating enough blood and all this kind of stuff. So um, uh, I'm looking at an article from 2000, 2010 synthetic platelets, nanotechnology to halt bleeding. So, yes, these things are already being studied. Cool. Um, these uh, synthetic platelets were cleared within 24 hours at a dose of 20 milligrams per mL, and no complications were seen out to seven days after infusion, the longest time point studied. These synthetic platelets may be useful for early intervention in trauma and demonstrate the role of nanotechnology can have in addressing unmet medical needs. So that's pretty effing cool. Um, I'm looking at something from 2015. Oh, oh, let's look at something a little bit more um, recent. Here's from uh, Case Western Reserve. It's artificial blood platelets reduce bleeding and uh, break up clots. It says patented artificial blood platelets developed by a Case Western Reserve University researcher, which have already proven to significantly reduce bleeding in mice and pigs. You know, these damn mice, they got it. They got it all going on. They've got a vaccine for um, like melanoma or something in mice. So, like, uh, of course, I'm being silly. They test things in mice first, and then we got to see if they work in primates and pigs that are closer to us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, um, you know, insert your your female male joke here that men are just like pigs. We get it. Can you please stop bullshitting? Sorry, sorry, I pushed the wrong button. That one worked just.
3: But they have feelings.
4: Okay, but anyway. Um, they uh, So they got it tested on this stuff, but you know, the, it, it is interesting that mice are getting all these uh, advances before we are.
5: Screw zombies, man. We're going to be attacked by mice. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it says, Anirban Sengupta, Associate Boy, Professor of Biomedical Engineering, has received three patents... For the artificial platelet designs, which can also be customized to deliver drugs to break up clots in treating heart attack and stroke, which would be very interesting. That's pretty cool. So these would be sort of anti-platelets where they would go to where there's damage by the clot and then they would release you know, TPA or some other clot-busting agent and break up the clot. So that's pretty freaking cool. Hmm. That means artificial platelets can be programmed to perform seemingly contradictory functions to either stop bleeding or reestablish blood flow. So uh, this is in pig and 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 rat uh, murine models. This was one year ago, so I'm assuming that they've progressed further than that. And eventually, yes, we will have... Um, artificial blood products that we can use in the human body, which would be great because, you know, blood donors for the longest time you took blood from somebody after having surgery and you were like, well, am I going to get that non-A, non-B hepatitis, which we now call hepatitis C, which we can now test for, but back then you couldn't. Mm -hmm. Or am I going to get HIV, which at one time we couldn't test for, but we were transmitting through blood transfusion. So, um, you know, it would be very nice to be able to uh, uh, have artificial versions of these things. Just like um, fecal blood or fecal transplantation, Right. Um, you can. We now have a an artificial version of that called repopulate, which is just hilarious. <laughs> That's um, great. Wrong, wrong. Um, God. Dang it! Soundboard's anyway, not working. I've got right a now. new soundboard, and I don't know where everything is yet. And I, I, I just realized I didn't put the laugh on. I know So anyway, but repopulate is artificial uh, uh, stool that you um, give to somebody through an enema, mm. and um, I, I kind of like it better than taking probiotics. I got to be honest with you. They make a probiotic that uh, that my kid is now on. That has 900 billion colonies in it. You know, the ones you get over the counter might have 6 billion Mm, or or 30 billion or 10 billion, something like that. It's had 900 billion, almost a trillion colonies. And it's expensive. It has to be kept in the refrigerator. Uh, But my concern about it is, and and there are GI researchers that agree with me on this, that when you put it in the stomach – and it has to go through the small bowel to get to the large bowel because that's where we really want it. Mm-hmm. Some of it stays behind in the small bowel, mm-hmm. and then you it can increase your risk of getting that small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, overgrowth syndrome. Yeah. You know, so uh, that's uh, a mouthful. Yep, and and that's you know those people every time they eat they feel bloated and they mm-hmm. get abdominal pain and diarrhea and stuff like that because they've got a. Bunch of bacterial colonies in the small bowel where they don't belong, mm. so shoving it up your ass through a uh, through an enema is maybe a better way to do it. You know, Agreed. So can
3: you not just put the probiotic up your ass and yes. of poop up your ass?
4: Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. That repopulate stuff. Yes, and I think you could do this um probiotic is an enema sure but you got to so. get it high enough that's the problem mm-hmm. you want to get it all the way up there so you got to do the high hot and hell of a lot type enema <laughs> <Hand stands.
2: laughs> hell yeah.
4: you, you can't just do the one that just goes to the to the rectum <laughs> and they the can't they colon. can't pucker when you're doing it right that's right they, they yeah. gotta they gotta
5: relax all right
3: flip them on the inversion table and <laughs>
5: that's hilarious Oh, my God. All right. Anyway,
4: Um, let me tell you about something else that's going on. Oh, can I? Oh,
3: yeah. Please do, Dr. Steve.
4: Well, I I shall do so. Hey, don't forget about BlueApron.com. BlueApron.com slash medicine. They deliver farm-fresh ingredients and step-by-step recipes to your door, and their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. They achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Doctor Scott and I do this, and uh, love we it. love it. Doctor Scott's a pescatarian, so yes. he gets a pescatarian menu. Yep, one fish and two veggie. Yeah, there you go. Every every week. Yep. I, on the other hand, am an omnivore, and I get all kinds of stuff. Uh, sensei, you should really try this. It is something that you can do with your kids and it makes you cook more at home and there's zero waste because if they say you need two radishes you get two radishes that's what I like about it you know and you're not throwing stuff away one ounce of white vinegar and you get one ounce of white vinegar that's all you need you know yeah it's it's awesome Uh, you choose chef design recipes and they deliver fresh seasonally inspired ingredients they cook incre- you can cook incredible meals in as little as 20 minutes. So let Blue Apron do the meal prep for you, making back to school easier than ever. Dinner is in less than 20 minutes. Quick and easy recipe options with insanely delicious flavors. It's things that you wouldn't normally make That's necessarily. That's exciting.
3: They give you ideas of the, yeah. things to cool pair stuff, that yeah. you would have never and, made.
4: And you can keep the, the recipe mm-hmm. card and you can make them again and again if you mm-hmm. want to. And uh, I have um, learned techniques that I never knew before. And I'm a pretty accomplished amateur chef. So Um, whether you're looking for quick and easy meals or a full culinary cooking experience, Blue Apron Apron lets you choose from a range of recipe options. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash medicine. That's blueapron.com slash medicine. And get your first three meals free. Blue Apron. A better way to cock. All right, very good.
3: Hey, Dr. Steve. I wanted to call and tell you that I ended up getting a flu shot this year. And um, in the past, probably about 15 years ago, I, I got the flu shot and I got sick. And it's probably what you said. I was already had uh, symptoms or felt ill when I got the flu shot. So this time I feel absolutely fine. And I, uh, I definitely recommend it. Piece of cake. I did it at the uh, supermarket. They were—they charged my insurance, and they also gave me a, a ten-dollar gift card. So I got a big old sub sandwich. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty easy. Nice. So he—he he
4: won't get influenza, but he'll contribute to his uh, coronary artery risk. Doctor <laughs> okay, Steve, um, quick question, serious question.
3: Obviously, uh, any ejaculation which has been off-color, almost a reddish, bloody, or brown. I um, did see a doctor about a year ago, um, and antibiotics, which cleared it up. But it's come back on maybe one or two occasions. It lasts about a week, uh, from a darker color to a lighter color, until it's just back to normal. Uh, any suggestions? Thank you.
4: Okay, so he has hematospermia. And hematospermia is the uh, presence of new or old blood in the semen, I had it once when I was uh, uh, in a foreign country, and I was taking aspirin every day. And uh, I had a, a, a an, an ejaculation session. Doesn't matter how I got there; Just suffice <laughs> it to ask. say that I, you know, ejaculated, and there was some <laughs> fresh blood in it. And so I stopped taking aspirin for a little while, and it went away. And I went to an, um, my urologist, and that's when. I had the lovely oh, Jesus. Um, scope up the yeah. cock hole <gasps> yeah. that uh, hurt so bad that when oh, I ran God. into somebody's car on the way, uh, you know, I just barely tapped them. But uh, I got out and looked and said, looks fine to me, and, See and went home because it really felt like I was um, getting ready to piss out small little razor blades out of my penis. <laughs> uh, and then when the police showed up at my house because uh, apparently somebody saw me do it and then um uh, uh and and called them and gave them my um my <laughs> my license number uh i was like there is no way that i did any damage to their car i am quite convinced to this day that they took a, a, advantage of me leaving to say oh look at you know this broken headlight or whatever it was that they cl- that they claimed uh that they had done earlier and then blamed it on me mm-hmm. you know but anyway so uh, kids, it doesn't matter if you feel like you're going to piss razor blades out the end of your penis. Don't hit and run. If you hit somebody's car, go <laughs> get them to come out and look at it right then. Because <laughs> if I had taken the time to do that, that wouldn't have happened. But anyway. Um, Live and learn. So, uh, but what I learned from that in doing some research, and, and I kind of knew this before, but when it happens to you, it's a different thing. Um, that hematospermia is almost universally Benign, right? And I can. I've got a, um, uh, a list of things that could be excessive sex or masturbation. Oops, chick.
3: <laughs>
4: Interrupted sex, prolonged sexual abstinence. Oops, mm-hmm. chick. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some infections, rare infections. Every once in a while, you'll just get a prostate infection, mm-hmm. and that can cause it. Um, uh, ep- epididymitis. Ugh. Yeah, seminal vesiculitis. Ooh, that's that's infection of the seminal vesicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what they recommend is that the first time, if it goes away, you can ignore it or go see your primary care, and they can they'll almost always put you on an antibiotic. And uh, then if it goes away, it's fine. But the second time it happens, you should be seen by a urologist. Mm-hmm. So, uh, did, did you? Did, who else had the? Scope up the cock hole. Maybe. You did. Fuck oh yeah. Why yeah, did you? Yeah, have yeah. It? Same thing.
5: Yeah. Um, for prostatitis.
4: Yeah. Oh, okay. okay.
5: Yeah, and it was a, a second time, and, and Woody wouldn't make sure that, that I didn't have something goofy up in my bladder. Ooh, my yeah, Mama. I'll never forget him cramming that thing in there and going, yish, yish, "Would you relax? You're fighting me." I'm yeah. like, "You <laughs> motherfucker!" How can
4: you fight somebody with just the sphincter in your in your bladder? Like, it's amazing. It, it, it's horrible hey don't forget uh, so that's probably in your future hey, it's not the worst thing ever and we're, stay hydrated you know stay hydrated yeah.
5: sometimes you can get a little you know, not it's the worst
4: thing ever it's not yeah. the worst thing ever it's absolutely not the worst thing ever we're most you know, likely benign we're yeah. saying shit for uh, comedic effect but if they want to Stick the uh, tube up your up your meatus. Go ahead and say do no. it. And just, no, shut up.
5: Drink more water. You know, we can
4: get sued for shit like that. Uh, no, you do what they tell you to do. No, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah, No, if they tell you to do it, you do it, of course. Of course. Well, why else would somebody do it? They're not going to walk in and say, can I please have that? Oh, God. Some people <laughs> Don't forget might. stuff.drsteve.com. That's stuff.drsteve.com. Uh, tweakedaudio.com. Offer code FLUID for 33% off the best earbuds on the market for the price. Don't forget Dr. Scott's website, simplyherballs.net, Simplyherbals.net. You can just go to drsteve.com, and there's links to that. And uh, uh, if you're interested in why would you be in uh, uh, archives of this show, go to premium.drsteve.com, and you can sign up there for ninety nine a month. Thanks always. Go to Dr. Scott, Lady Diagnosis, uh, Sensei AJ. Uh, listen to our XM show on the Faction Talk channel. Sirius XM channel one Oh three Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern when we're not preempted Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern on demand and other times at Don Wickland's pleasure. Many thanks to our listeners whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy until next time. Check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of weird medicine.
2: Today's episode is brought to you by Angie.